Hey you, welcome to the Secrets of the Online Coach podcast. I am your co-host Kerry and you will be sitting with myself and the head coach Lynn Trun as we dive into the real and raw stories and strategies around success inside of building your online movement and your coaching business. There are four key pillars inside of business in which you have to master. That is your trade, getting attention and getting desire and commitment and then building on top of those foundations with optimizing your business numbers. We dive deep into discussions around creating systems to build and scale your business and with topics where Lynn throws fire at the mic with his no BS mentorship. Enjoy the show, enjoy the ride and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a beat. in your suit you like it don't you you love it you love this zara jacket look at this i even have this little fake uh what is this called um the little square pocket, pocket. little square pocket here little napkin little yeah, nice the fake ones are, the fake ones are better because the real ones are really hard to just like stay put in there <laughs> so K-Bod, K-Bod. Uh, You're looking quite uh, like a salesman right there. I am looking like a salesman. I'm a snake oil salesman. And in today, episode number 31, what we're going to be talking about is sales is evil only if you're evil. And uh, it's a very interesting conversation that you and I have had over the last couple of days um, where we've where we've gone pretty hard and, and we started talking about influence and selling and what I made you aware of it was really funny because we had this conversation when we were in Nespresso and we're looking for an Nespresso coffee machine and I was like we're buyers so we're going in and uh, we see this lady and we ask her and say hello we're looking for an Nespresso machine and she pretty much just had to just point us to the one and just go hey like which color would you like and we would run oh well this one and we're done but I think she somehow screwed it up and she screwed it up because, and she made us not want to buy it because of what the words that came out of her mouth. And I think she said something like, oh, what coffee are you into? And we'll just like, look, we do, we've got a Breville machine at home. We do like Melbourne, you know, coffee seeds. We grind them and we like that, but we're looking for something more convenient. And then she's like, oh, what, what type of coffee uh, do you guys drink normally? And I'm like, uh, a skinny latte. And then she's like, oh, is that like a white coffee? And I'm just looking at her and I'm just like, I don't, I literally think she's just not going to close this deal right now. But the fact that we wanted to buy it meant that, well, we moved quickly onto somebody else. So I was like, I think she was new. But the point was you walked over to uh, a makeup store today. Do you want to tell them the story? So the story is that this gal doesn't uh, wear lots of makeup, but I love shopping for makeup. Love it. <laughs> and like you say, we're buyers. Like, yes. honestly, when we walk into a store, it, it actually kind of hurts us to walk out empty-handed, both of us. Mm. Even when we don't want to buy something, if we go into a store, we're a buyer. We're going to buy. Someone just and I went into the store. Yeah. yeah, I went into the store. I was a buyer. I was just waiting to get attention to ask about a product. What are you buying? What were you thinking about? It was like this, like powder. Did that? Is it kind of makes me look glowy? Like anything that makes me look glowy, I love. Anyway, <laughs> so I love this product, and it was very expensive. I I could see the price. What's expensive? What's expensive? Like like thirty dollars for makeup? I I don't know. Like so, I'm just 
what's what's makeup? It's one hundred and twenty-five dollars. And for the for the girls watching, they will they will know that's a very expensive product. What is it like? For it beauty is expensive. Yeah, but it's, it's just it's, a powder. Okay, so yes, yes, correct, minutes. correct, right? But that also goes to the economics of you offer a great result very very quickly. You can so, charge very. That's that's really funny. Just a side note on that. Notice something that you can actually charge more when it comes down to speed. Mm-hmm. It comes down to speed of results, which is why makeup companies, which is why supplements, which is why all these people can actually charge a lot because there's this perceived value of speed. Uh, Absolutely. The kids go on and, and you start talking to this girl because I was waiting. I was like waiting for you outside. I just finished deadlifts. Totally. And, and the store never has an offer. So today okay. they had an offer. It was buy two products and you get their very, very expensive lip balm for the boys that are listening, they're probably really bored. But this lip balm costs a hundred dollars. Okay. From yeah. this same brand. Okay. Anyway, so you buy two products from this brand and you get the yeah. third one of the lip balm for free. Uh-huh. And this is a lip balm I use. And yes, I pay a lot for it, but you love kissing these lips. So <laughs> it is. And I was like, this is the best deal. Like I I totally would get these two oh, products. They're, they're never on sale. You walked in, uh, you wanted you wanted some powder. There was a sale on two for one. You're a buyer. You're in. You're like interested to buy. What happens? Correct. And she stands there, and I'm looking at the two products. And she's Aaron like, "Is like no more dry lips." That's correct, Aaron. <laughs> I I can vouch for that. They're very wet. They're very moist. They're very plump. Or she doesn't have Botox yet. So look, you know, go on. Not yet. They'll be they'll be natural until. I don't know. I'm Asian, so I'm not going to get Botox. It looks so weird on me. <laughs> it looks really oh, weird. Yeah, you get to the sales store. You're leaving everyone on, on, on the edge. What happens? Right. The edge was, I was on the edge because I was like, woman, tell me and get the products for me and I will buy it. But she just what didn't is, ask for the sale. She just stood there asking if you need help. Yeah. And she said, okay. what do you think about these products? I love mm. them. Mm. Okay. So she was very helpful. But she didn't close the deal. She didn't go, hey, so here's how much Zuma costs. Here's what you want to do. Here's where you're going to want to buy it today. Because like if you buy this next week, it's going to go up in price. She didn't do any of that. She sold me, but she didn't close me. Okay, she sold you on the product. You were, you sold yourself on the product, but you need, you just needed to be closed. Anything that you buy, when, when it comes to Kerry, when it comes to her buying, she gets sold by the product. She's sold. If she's into a store, the only reasons why Kerry would be into a store and the only reasons why she'd walk into a store is if she looked online at a catalog and she looked on it at night on her phone and then some Instagram person was like, hey, you should buy this product as well. Go swipe up and have a look at this. And then she's like, la, 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 la. And there are stories that are created and these stories that are created are through the marketing message. Okay? That's just scary how... Well, you know my buying pen. It's ridiculous because I study this shit because what? Like at the end of the day, if you cannot close, you do not make any money. And in yesterday's podcast, and the biggest thing that I want to talk about is money. It's the fact that all these people that say they don't need money end up all triggered because they don't have any money. And then it's this Mm -hmm. weird thing where they need something, but they, they don't want to admit it. And if they can just own the truth of it is important and I need to make it and I can do great things with it, then everything would be all, all really good. And everyone just puts this money game aside. I'm here to just punch it like out into the open. So this is Kerry. 
This is let good. me tell you. Let me tell you how I feel right now. How do you feel? I feel like she didn't serve me because she didn't make me buy this product. Oh, she didn't serve you. Come on, Kerry. That's a little bit. That's a little bit snake, snake salesy, snakey, snakey, snakey right there. She but it's actually, it, it's actually true. I feel I'm like, wow, I could have, yeah. I feel like I, I really wanted to walk out of that store to go into the next store and just to tell them, hey, I want to buy this product. Okay. <laughs> Give so, it to me. Here's, cool. here's, here's <laughs> the whole point. Here's the whole point of this episode. So there, is a, there is a marketing message that Kerry is seduced to online. The store is her commitment mm. to like buying. Her store is like, okay, cool. Like if I speak to somebody and they can really help me out and then man, they can close me and then they can offer me some sort of a, a, a reassurance or some sort of a, like we talk about guarantees a lot. Most people just need reassurance. They literally go, you, you a lot of times, it, this is it, how, how to sell it. You should buy this product. It's going to look amazing, Carrie. Like, I just know it. Your, your face is going to glow so brightly in the morning and it's going to be quick as well. So when it's so quick, it's so easy to put on and voila, you're like literally done. And then you know what? The worst thing is if you don't really like it, come back in store and exchange it. Heck, you know what? We'll get someone to pick it up from your house and the, the sale's made. So a lot of the times it's the reassurance that you need that the shit that you're making a good decision to buy. And that's how you sell, Carrie. That's how you sell a lot of people. Okay, that's how I sold Carrie to me, by the way. I was like, hey, like- I'm At that really, point, I'm like, take my money. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Carrie, like my parents can cook before. We do like Vietnamese spring rolls and all this. And then she, now she's married. We don't even see our parents that much. And she's like, damn it. But the point of the conversation is this. This is the marketing message that Carrie saw. Like, Carrie, what made you go into Mecca today? What did you see online? What have you, what, what's the stories that you've been telling yourself about this thing that you want so much? What are the stories and the in the persuasion and the influence and everything yeah. that seen around this product prior to you even stepping in? Because I think the thing that you think is that you're stepping into the store, you're buying this product. But no, there was there was an idea incepted inside of your mind. There was inception. When was totally. it? Who incepted it? Uh, it was their Instagram. Okay. And their Instagram. They're marketing this makeup, which is also a skincare to be very specific uh-huh. and when something gets marketed to me in that respect okay. i i love it and and what were you telling yourself what was the caption of the thing that you saw like what what did it say what did it say when it was like this new thing or this new thing's going so quick and so soft and so velvety and, and it's yeah like, it feels like nothing it feels <laughs> like nothing what it was. Business, which yeah. felt which which funnily enough it falls into alignment with what you're about because you don't want a cake face you literally want, you're like the opposite of cake face, which is I want, I want to look pretty and I want, I want to trick the boys and pretend I'm wearing nothing. Okay, so it, it fell into alignment with your values. And that's what I'm trying to share with everybody right now is marketing 101, being able to influence and incept an idea into somebody's mind and to persuade them and influence them. And they don't even know what's happening to them. So the whole goal of this and, and a lot of stuff that we talk about inside the 1% is how do you market to create an idea so that they, they are sold and when they come in to have a conversation with you, they are ready to buy, but they will not buy simply because you market it. They need to know and be and have a commitment. So when we talk about this, she, did she ask about your skin type? Did she talk about what your skin type? Is it dry? Is it irritable? Did she actually go through this framework of what is your problem, Carrie? Why are you here? She did. 
You did? So she did so, this? Yeah, she, she sold me into the product because she said how, <clears throat> you know, with, with makeup, there is this element of you can feel like absolutely there's nothing on your skin or uh-huh. you can cover up a lot of things on your face. Uh-huh. So which one are you, you know, or in the scale of where you're at? And I go, look, I want it to feel like nothing. Yeah. Except for the fact that I want a little bit of color on my face and just that glow. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So literally the package of the whole thing was what I wanted. Okay. Did she start off with like going, hey, is your skin type dry? Like what are the problems that you have when it comes to makeup? She did ask me if I have dry okay. patches. So this is nice. She's like, hey, like she's helping you out right here. She's trying to be helpful, right? She's trying to go, okay, well, like where are you right now? And then like, what, what do you want? Which is the kind of light thing. And then did she make that recommendation for you? Totally. She made the recommendation. I wouldn't have seen the product without, yep. Okay, which was her path. How did she sell you on her recommendation, her path? Like, what did she say? This is the one, this is new, this is exclusive, this is something rare, this is limited edition. It just literally came out. What did she say to make you, make you sold on this path? This is skincare. Yep. With a bit of coverage. And you get the best of both worlds. And oh, I'm that, like, oh my God, that's is it. it. New, is it a new product? Is it like, did it just come out? No. No, it's not a new product. It's actually one of their flagships. Yeah. 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 And I think that's what makes it more amazing. Okay. This girl's turned into the flagship right now. Because when I'm trying to sell the path, I'm literally trying to go, hey, like, we've had this around for like seven years. This is our flagship product. I'm trying to sell you on the path. I'm trying to go, this has been tested. This has been proven. It's worked. Nobody's ever returned this product. Like this is the system. What, what everybody's noticing one thing right now is that I'm not afraid to sell. And it goes back to the headline, which is you're afraid to sell if you, you, you're selling evil things or you, you think that you're evil. Or there are some people, there, there's the exception to the rule, which some people have plenty of, uh, they make a lot of sales, but they don't deliver. They, they're fucking like, they sell you snake oil and shit. And that's, that's just, they're, they're kind of the mind. I wouldn't even say the minority, but they're 20%, 80% uh, of you, of people that I know sell, sell because they go, fuck my shit's the best. Okay. So the thing is, here's the thing. Here's the lesson that I want everyone, everyone to take. That if you're not willing to sell and actually say that your shit is the best and justify why and tell me why and what the background is, you'll never be able to make a sale. You are consistently selling your program, your product, your service. And how you sell this is you actually educate and you find out where somebody is and what their problems they have. You find out where they want to go. You actually connect them with the path. And then the next step is to do the thing that she didn't do, which is to make the pitch. She didn't pitch me, so I had no idea how much it cost other than glancing over the cost of it. And she also didn't encourage me that this is the one for me. So she kind of just let me hanging on my own devices on whether I wanted it. I know, right? You're like getting hard, you're you're finding it, and then it's like, what's going on? Are we we not doing this anymore? It's crazy. (laughs) And, (laughs) And as a buyer, when I'm giving money, I want to feel this encouragement that I'm doing the right thing to give money. Does that make sense? Yeah, here it is. Here's the other fucking thing. This is why I love selling because I know that every single person that comes in and has a conversation with somebody knows that somebody's going to try to sell them anything anyways. Mm. You engage, like here's the thing. When you go into a store, 
The reasons why you avoid speaking to people is because you just want to be left alone and you don't want to be sold. That's why you avoid the whole, oh, wait, I, I'm just having a look around. I'm having a browse. It's because you don't want to be sold because you know that if you have a conversation with somebody, they're going to sell you, which means if a prospect speaks to you, they know they're going to be sold, which means you have to sell them. Otherwise, you're kind of left with this little weird thing that Kerry's experiencing. Like, oh, wait, it was kind of weird. They're really nice, but they didn't sell me. It was the most awkward moment, hon. And I used you as the excuse because I knew that would, that would have worked. Yeah, well, I was waiting outside. Like, I, I, I saw a few guys in Mecca and I was like, I, I'm not, not there yet. Give me about 10 more years until I start applying makeup and shit. But here's, here's the lesson. If somebody speaks to you, they, are, they, are, they know they're going to be sold. So then when you enter the pitch, you literally go, okay, well, here's the thing, Carrie. Uh, today, you can actually get these three, one, two, and three, and there's a special one right now. And uh, all in all, it's $775. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's probably going to cost X amount if you don't actually buy it today. Do you want me to, do you want me to package this up and, uh, and put it on the counter for you right now? And in that moment, Kerry's got a buying decision. She's either going, fuck, 775, what the fuck? Or she's like, yeah, I'm done. And Kerry's kind of like the type, which is like, oh, wait, and uh, 775, nah, I, I can't do that. That's just too much for makeup. She's already got a preconceived notion of how, many, how much things is. Like we're Asian, and this is how we buy. But when you're dealing with Kerry, here's what you're going to need to do. Like, Kerry, I can split this up into like three payments for you. I know it's expensive, but these are the things. This is going to last you 12 months. We can split it up into three payments and then you're good for the rest of the year. Or we can do like 12 payments, which is like $69 a month, which means you're only paying $69 a month. This is, these three things are going to last you the entire year. That's how I would sell Kerry. And Kerry's like, I hate you. Kerry's like, <laughs> package this shit right now. But here's the thing. And it's like, okay, cool. And if, if Kerry doesn't buy, then ultimately we go, okay, Kerry, is it like, I know you want these products. Is it too expensive? All right, sweet. If they are too expensive, well, what, which one do you need and what can we do on that? And I can work with you and I can literally uh, change the frame of trying to close you and then I can go back to being your friend and I can ultimately go, well, Kez, like, all right, well, you tell me how much your budget is and we'll see if we can work something out. If we can't, well, heck, you just go down the road to like the reject shop and I'm sure they'll have something there for you. This store isn't good for you right now. Like literally, and it gets down to this pitch and I love the fucking pitch because it's like, cool, we're premium, we're expensive, we're good, we're fucking top notch. You're going to pay a price. I just can't afford it. I thought you guys were going to be like $20. And I'm like, well, there's the reject shop and that's cool, but we can't actually help you here. Thanks for jumping in. Good luck. At that point, when I know that you're high-end, I want to buy myself you, into you will come back that as society. A later. Yeah. You will come back. You'll, um, you'll go to the reject shop. You'll buy some temporary shit and you'll be like, I knew I should have gotten that fucking other solution. And then I will always be what? I will always be marketing to you again and again and again and again and again and again and again until you actually come in. So a buyer to me, somebody, a prospect who's spoken to me, as a prospect and a buyer, whether or not they buy today or whether or not they're going to give me the credit card a year from now or two years from now or five years from now, it doesn't actually matter. Like if they can't afford it now, that's fantastic. I'm still fucking high end. Why? Because the moment you actually go, oh, well, we can do like a dollar 
what happens is you debrand, uh, devalue your brand. I should have sold you. I think I sold you on the Celine bag. Like the guy didn't sell you. I sold you on the Celine bag. I was like, dude, like- You did, that's why he thanked you. Like, here's the thing. Like at the end of the day, and, and the reasons why I'll tell Kara to buy things is because in order for you to become a great closer, you yourself must be a great buyer. You cannot ask somebody to make a decision, yes or no, if you're fucking sucky at yes or no's. And Kerry has gotten a lot better at saying yes or no lately. So we're going to wrap up this little, uh, this little salesy, Kiz. Would you say that that's the story? That was... Anything I, I like that? You, you, yeah. You're like filled with a regret right now. You want to go back, but you'll probably go back in a week after they market to you again and they go, oh, whatever, I'll just go in. I know the price now. I'll just get it myself. Cool. So I want you to comment down below. What are you hearing from this conversation with me and Kerry about sales? And where do you or where must you improve your closing abilities when it comes down to pitching people, understanding that if you don't pitch them, well, they already know they're going to come on to be pitched anyway. So that elephant in the room is kind of gone if you really think about it. Uh, so that's kind of done, but you're not pitching it in a way that gives and instill confidence, it instills certainty, it makes Kerry want to buy. And then the pitch actually works something out with Kerry in order to help, to help facilitate her when she gets that price shot. And then at the end, if she can't buy then that, that's also okay. She'll come back as a returning client and customer later on. And that's the question I want to leave there. Kerry, is there another question you want to ask? Uh, it's not so much of a question, but it's definitely a self-reflective thought that when we did buy the Celine bag, yeah, you pressured me into a yes or a no. Oh, I completely pressured you into a yes. Totally or no. right. Like you're it was. Buy this now you're not like, and and you'll never. Yeah, get... and guys, like this Celine bag isn't just a standard Celine bag. This was one of the higher end Celine bags. So, mm. how much was it in total? I don't know. Can we disclose? I think it was maybe $8,000, $9,000. back. And I was like, Carrie, like you need to make a decision. That is something that I don't ever buy for myself. Yeah. And he stood there and you made me decide yes or no. Like this, this what that asked. made me do was that really made me realize that my own buying pattern is also my ability to sell someone as well on their buying pattern. Correct. And here's the and thing. It's a co it's actually a coaching thing, right? Because it's their indecisiveness that I do, at the end of the day, they they take no execution, which is me. Correct. Correct. Like you procrastinate on things and you'll just hold Correct. on to things and then you'll wait two years and then you'll feel guilty so that you'll buy it anyway. And you didn't make a decision. So you ultimately never get what you want because of what you wanted. You only got it out of guilt or out of this fear. And, and the thing that I want everybody to get is you need to be able to say either yes or no. Mm -hmm. and, and it's okay. It's not saying this is not a pressure thing to say yes. And I was not pressuring Carrie to say yes, but I was getting her to, for, uh, to forcing her into making a decision so that she wouldn't go home and be in a different place. So right now, I want you to think about this. Where are you stalling inside of your buying decisions and you're afraid to actually make a commitment to say yes or no, but you're expecting other people to fucking show up and say yes or no. And consider that the patterns that you have, whether or not you're like, I have to think about it, I'm going to ask my wife, da, 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 da. you will accept that in other people and that's all you'll get.
Whereas on my conversations, I don't get maybe. I demand yes or I demand no. That is a wrap. Keyboard, thanks for sharing that story. Until next time, team, have an amazing day. I hope you've enjoyed listening to our radio voices today. If you like us, don't be shy and show us some love by giving us a five-star rating and review. We are shameless promoters of what we do and what we love to do and we never stop giving you value. Before you go to the next episode, make sure you subscribe and remember a five-star rating review.